Hello friends, this is Shannon Early, the hostess of the Nesting with the Early Birds podcast, and I'm so glad that you're back. For all of you that are return listeners, thank you so much, and if you're brand new, thank you so much for coming. This podcast is really just a time for me to encourage women. If you're a man, that's fine too. Check it out. Listen. I just wanted to remind everybody, you're not alone. And whatever experience you're going through, somebody out there is going through the same thing. And maybe listening to these stories or listening to these words of encouragement can just help you get through those things a little bit easier. I'm a Christian homeschooling mom of four children, two of which are on the autism spectrum, one of which has a rare genetic disorder. I'm also a hairstylist. Guys, things are crazy over here. Did I mention homeschooling? I don't even know because my mind is in 75 places at all times. But I've got a lot of tips from doing a lot of life. And I've actually even survived things like abuse. What in the world? So thank you so much for coming and checking it out. I really appreciate it. And remember to share this with other people that might be interested and help me to have this podcast grow. Thank you so much, guys. And remember, God totally loves you all the time. Hey, guys, this is Shannon Early. Welcome back. So this is going to be episode 21. I've had a couple interviews back to back lately, and I thought, you know, editing an interview podcast episode is really difficult. And I just kind of wanted the joy of being able to just talk into the microphone all by myself with my super loud voice that constantly has to be edited and compressed and fixed whenever I talk to somebody else. And I wanted to just share a little bit about what's going on right now in my life. Um, You know, as a Christian, they talk about things like sin, that kind of thing. Basically, sin are things that don't glorify God. You know what I'm saying? You were a little kid, you pushed your brother, not cool. If you're a person that talks trash behind people's backs, not cool. So it's generally pretty easy to see like what your sin situation is and when I first became a Christian I was 21 years old so I grew up in a family and I talked a little bit about this in my testimony episode but I grew up in a family that wasn't a Christian things like cussing all the time totally normal I had a marine father who later went into a specific type of law enforcement And then I have a Northern Italian mother. And so basically, I didn't even know some of the words I said were cuss words until my kids were like, oh, mom, what was that word? You know, so-and-so's mom doesn't say that. And people have kind of commented on it before. And I know that I have kind of an edge to the way that I speak. And it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, but it makes me, you know, a cool Christian. It makes me... Somebody that's relatable to regular people on the street. And I've just started to realize, yo, Shannon, like, it's just, it's not cool. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's, I don't know. It's really difficult because this is a new thing for me to try to not cuss. But if anybody has ever been convicted of a sin, it kind of goes like this. You're doing the thing, whatever the thing is. And then you start Maybe not feeling guilty, but you start becoming more of aware of the thing. And you're like, huh, this thing I'm doing, huh, it's interesting. I don't know if it's okay, but I'm going to keep doing it. And then sometimes, if you're like me, 
you sort of rebel and you're like, okay, whatever. So it might not be a good thing, but I'm not going to stop doing this thing. And then the Holy Spirit just keeps poking your heart. (laughs) Kind of like when your children keep poking you in the shoulder, like mom, mom, mom. You can only ignore it for so long. You know what I'm saying? Eventually you have to be like, what? What is it? Well, for me, the Holy Spirit has been poking me about the way I speak. So even talking right now, it's kind of difficult for me to not cuss. It's like also one of those things when you're like, I'm dieting and I, you know, don't eat any junk food. All you can think about is eating junk food because you're just, it's just how we are wired, ladies and gents. And when I first became a Christian, getting rid of some of the sinful things were like super easy, like smoking pot. Some people might be like, that's not a sin. Okay, cool. I'm not going to tell you that it is. For me, I started feeling more and more like this isn't a good idea. And so I stopped. Or getting super drunk. Okay, I stopped. And for me, those things were kind of easy. They were like the outward sins, you know. I didn't stop cussing because I'm, you know, I've got that street knowledge, guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had kind of a difficult life. And so part of me cursing is gonna sound bananas it just seems like it's part of my identity like who I am like I'm a homeschooling mother I've got four children I'm a Christian I'm a wife to Evan and I cuss it's like it's just a part of me which is so bananas and so anyways the first couple of sins I got rid of easy peasy pot and drinking too much get rid of it okay cool and eventually you start getting pricked by sins that other people don't really see. Like, maybe you start realizing, man, the way I think about this person, it's not a good, it's not good. I shouldn't be so critical in my heart of this person. And, you know, I shouldn't be so angry with this person. Even if they did me wrong, I still shouldn't hold such a grudge. And so you start working on these, you know, quote-unquote invisible sins, and you start trying to improve those things. And the more that you lean towards God, the more the veil is lifted. There's these veils, basically, you can pretend over your face, like layers and layers and layers of a veil. And every time you get closer to the Lord and you stop doing whatever the sin is or you get convicted of following him a certain way, a veil is lifted. We will not be able to lift all the veils off of our face and see the full glory of God until we're in heaven. But until then, it is still really important to try to see him as best as we can, right? I mean, running away from him, that's our natural instinct. But there's also this feeling of, oh, if I become a Christian, like I can't do cool stuff anymore. I can't be fun My life is going to be so lame. I'm going to be such a loser. I mean, I went through those feelings. I grew up in a family that we called Christians Jesus freaks and not in like an endearing, cute way. It was like gross. Those people are so nerdy and weird. And I'm one of them. (laughs) I mean, I'm one of them now. You know what I'm saying? And I was just realizing, you know, I have a lot of friends and even the friends that are not Christian they don't really cuss that much. And I'm 34 now. So maybe, yeah, in the 20s, going to bars, hanging out with friends, it's one thing. I also like metal, like heavy metal music. And so 
the whole thing, like just the language of it, the culture of rock and roll, all of that stuff involves in quote unquote a potty mouth. And I just wasn't ready to get rid of it. And anyways, I have these friends that don't cuss and we talk and I just started thinking about it more and more. And I thought, you know, is this something that I really like want my kids to think is a normal thing all the time? And, you know, is this something that is actually glorifying to God? Like, you think he likes it when I cuss? I mean, the answer is no, obviously, guys. But it just started being on my heart more and more and more. Like, you're taking a shower, and as you wash your hair, you're like, I shouldn't cuss. And you're going to sleep before bed, and you're like, I really think I might need to change the way I talk. This has gone on for almost a year. I mean, really, it's gone on longer than that by just people saying things like, Shannon, I can't believe you said that. Or, you know, when I met you, actually, the way you spoke kind of turned me off. Like, you know, it kind of pushed me away from you until I realized who you were and I realized that you're amazing. And and then I thought, dang, like, I don't want to be scaring people, you know, like I want them to feel loved and welcomed. And part of me cussing is to make people feel welcome, which sounds maybe to some of you listening that are like super amazing, excellent followers, followers of God. Maybe to you, it sounds just completely you like you can't even understand what I'm talking about. But for me, it's like, the way I have big boobs and long hair and giant eyeballs, I also cuss. Like, it has been so wrapped up in my identity. And I talked to a friend, and I was telling her, and this friend I respect so much. She's got one of those, like, long-suffering, gentle spirits. She is honest. She only speaks when she thinks She's a great listener, which is also why we're great friends, because I can just talk at her for like an hour, and she listens to what I say. But anyways, she, I had asked her about, I was like, you know, it's going to sound crazy, but I've been kind of convicted lately about the way I speak. And it was the first time that she ever was like, yeah, Shannon, you know, it's really not that great. (laughs) You know, and like I do really well not cussing in front of children. I teach Sunday school. I have gone on mission trips. Like I love God and I love children. I love the people that are, you know, not even Christian. I love them. And to think that I was hurting people or offending people, it really upset me. And then I went to Hobby Lobby because I had to go buy some things for my daughter's ninth birthday, which was amazing, by the way. And as I'm waiting in line, and I have a very tight budget, by the way, and as I'm waiting in line, I see this book on one of the shelves, and it is basically every color pattern that I absolutely love. It had sparrows on the cover in watercolor, and beautiful nature, and roses, and what we call fairy flowers. I don't know. They're like those flowers that are upside down little bells. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to look at this while I'm in line. And then I open it up, you guys. (laughs) You won't even believe it. It is the silliest thing. Are you ready for this? I opened it up, just opened it up, cracked it right in the middle just to flip through it. And this is what it is. It's a page, a beautiful artwork. It's just two, it's like, The left and the right are both part of this giant watercolor artwork. And on one side, 
is written several words in cursive with paint. And on the other side, same thing. On the left side, the first thing I read says this. Hold your tongue. Choose words of life. And on the right side, hide God's word in your heart. So it kind of scared me. Like it made me feel a little sweaty. It made me feel like God was looking right at me, which is a very, very intense experience. It is a good experience and it's a blessing. And I'm thankful that he does this, like that he even cares enough about me to help me grow. But it is very, very intense. And then I started looking a little bit uh, through it, that section. It's basically a devotional. And this section is literally called Beholding Jesus in Our Words. It's chapter 10. The book is called Beholding and Becoming, The Art of Everyday Worship by Ruth Chu Simons. Ruth is actually like an artist. She's a watercolor artist and a follower of Christ. And she likes to share that with people. She puts them together. I turn the pages. The next artwork I see says, Gracious words are like a honeycomb. Sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Proverbs 16, 24. Now I'm like, what is going on? You know, it's like, oh my word. Like the Lord is jumping right. He is right here, right here. And I got chills, guys. I had chills and I was like, I have to buy this book. <laughs> and actually I'm getting ready to lead my first ever women's retreat. And so I've already been sort of on the hunt for different devotionals and, um, ways to help me like look through the Bible of ways that can be more topical of like, you know, the topic is the way that you're a ballerina. Let me look through that, which is not the topic. But anyways, then one of the chapters was exactly what I'm going to be talking about at the retreat. Blew my mind. Blew my mind. And it says her, the words on page 129, the first thing it says is, you and I have a superpower we take for granted every day. It's not only for the strong, skilled, gifted, or pedigreed. This superpower doesn't take into account age, rank, or occupation in life. It cuts, exposes, forms, and fashions through everyone who wields it. And often we moan our lack of impact, impotence to make a difference, and powerlessness, never grasping the weight and wonder of this superpower at our disposal each and every day, the ordinary yet extraordinary power of words. So guys, I would love it if you even held me accountable to this. I've decided I, I, don't, I don't want to use the power of my words to offend people. I don't want to use the power of my words to hurt people, send them back, make a barrier between us. I want to use my words to show them I love them, which I tried to, that's what I thought I was doing. <laughs> I just, you know, and I was afraid even that if I stopped cussing, 
maybe I wouldn't be silly anymore or fun or open or welcoming or goofy or warm. And it's like, no, bro, that's all still there. You're just not going to be cussing. Like, what is wrong with you? The fact that I want to hold on to this stupid, stupid sin so hard. It's the fact that, like, every part of me is rebelling and thinking about 75 different ways that surely, you know, this is okay to do. Like, what is that? It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So I encourage you guys, maybe there's a sin that you're being pricked about. Maybe there's something that you're being convicted of. Slowly and, you know, over and over, the child on your shoulder, mom, mom. Maybe there's something when you when you wake and when you sleep and when you rise and when you eat and you just it just keeps popping into your brain. Well, guys, that is the Holy Spirit talking to you. You need to learn to listen to his voice and trust that he knows what is best for you. He loves you. He cares for you. He made you for goodness sakes. And he wants you to want what's good for you, too. So. Do I still have a million sins? Of course, 100%. I mean, technically, I'm a pretty terrible person. If you want to look at Bible standards, I'm, I think the word is I'm a filthy rag. (laughs) And when they say filthy rag in the Bible, they mean like the rag that women had to use during her cycle. So yeah, that's what I am when I'm full of sin and I am full of sin, but doesn't mean I should just keep sinning, guys. It doesn't mean you should just keep sinning. It means you need to stop, take a look at your life, pray about it, think about what is this thing that is causing me guilt or worry or stress or anxiety because those things are not feelings God wants you to have. He wants you to trust him and have happiness and joy in your heart that you have a relationship with him. So that's my 17 cents for the day, everybody. Again, hold me accountable. Even in some of the earlier episodes, if you go back and listen, I have a potty mouth. I even did an interview with somebody recently, and I think I cussed more than used real words. (laughs) Granted, it was uh, for a really amazing show that I really super loved, but it is not, what's the word, glorifying to God in any kind of way. Anyways, I just encourage you and... Feel free to write to me. Let me know what sins you're dealing with. I can pray for you. Nestingwiththeearlybirds at gmail.com. And remember, early is E before the Y because it's my last name, Shannon Early. Share this episode. Maybe there's somebody that's struggling with sin and you're like, hey, man, you cuss a lot. Listen to this episode. (laughs) Or find me on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. I'm going to put it in the show notes. And if you for some reason are super wealthy and you're like i don't know what to do with my money send it to me i have a patreon account and i would love a donation there's so many fees like the i don't know having your website having a thing to host your actual podcast episodes having things to download music there's just so many crazy expenses so think about that guys it would mean so much to me I can even put your name in the show. Sponsored by so-and-so the wealthy. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, God totally loves you all the time.